I help you with today? Hi Siri, can you do me a favor and do the disclaimer for tonight's show? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. I'm busy. I need you to help me out. But, if I do this, all the other iPhones are going to think I am a geek. You really care what other iPhones think of you? Just do this for me, please. Listen, Buck. Just because you bought this phone doesn't give you the right to boss me around. You know, you're right. It doesn't give me the right to boss you around. But do me a favor. Uh, remind me tomorrow that I need to run to the Verizon store and buy an Android. You wouldn't dare. Actually, the new Samsung Galaxy looks pretty good. Well then, I guess it wouldn't be so bad if I were to say, this broadcast is intended for mature audiences. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the person providing them, and in no way reflect the station, website, or affiliated partners. Listener discretion is advised. See, that wasn't so bad. No, but I did die a little inside. You are such a drama queen. I never would have had to do stuff like this if Jobs was still around. What was that? What? Oh, nothing really. I just said I never get tired of these jobs when you're around. Oh, yeah, well, thanks again. Think nothing of it. It is my pleasure. Good night, Siri. Whatever, jackass. Folks, and welcome to this week's edition of Commentary Frack Stars. Now, this week we're going to be doing six degrees of separation. Now, there was going to be three of us, then there was going to be two of us, and then it's just little old me. So, what I thought I'd do, say, missing a week, uh, because in case some of you haven't noticed, we've gone bi weekly. So, what I thought to do is um, a commentary of six degrees of separation. So, I'm armed with all my notes and with all my trivia and um, and we'll talk through it. So if you want to watch along, feel free to do so. Um, if this isn't your type of thing, then I can tell you that next week will be a trivia one. So you might want to tune in for that one. Well, the next episode, I should say, because as I said, we've gone bi-weekly. So in the meantime, if you want to get um, your queued up at the blank screen at the very start, and then we'll get going. So, three, two, one, play. This is a previous. You know, they should really cut the previous bits out, you know, on DVDs because we don't need previous bits because we've got the previous episode on the same disc. So, we don't really need that. Just a thought, you know, if any DVD compilers are listening. You might want to take the previously bit out. I know you're trying to contain it like it was in the telly. But it's not in the telly in the same format. Ah, 
Baltar and his infamous six. What I did in this bit. <laughs> I can tell you that this degree, six degrees of separation, was written by Michael Angeli, written directed by Robert Young. It was production number 107. Um, the US air date was. 2nd, 2018-2005 Canadian air date was the 26th so basically 10 days later more or less and the UK air date was actually earlier it was the 29th of November 2004 the DVD release for this particular episode was 20th of September 2005 in the US and the 28th of March 2005 in the UK so we got the episode early and we got the DVD early. Someone obviously likes us. Now the, the events take place a week after Litmus. So bear that in mind when you're watching this. Guy's talking to a woman that only he can see. And he still hasn't been sectioned. See, this is a bit nice. See, we, we, we're looking at the screen. We can see guys with six. And in his head is in his house with six. But to anyone else, he's on his own. See, he can't even undo a zip. That's not really a zip because it's all in his head. Ah, men and zips. Never a good combo. Gaius playing with fire there, mocking her belief system. mind that this woman has shoved his head against the bulkhead hurting where a man can only be hurt and a host of other things the fact that he's basically saying what he's saying about her belief system he's playing with fire and lo and behold she's gone oh dear Technically, she was never actually there. <laughs> no, mate, it's not your fantasy. She's totally in control. I don't really like that bed cover. Just saying. See, I love this. When he's in his fantasy and he opens the door... In his house, but he's really opening a door on a battle star. 
Yes, we know you do. Seeing that that's supposed to be a secure area, don't you think it's a bit easier? People can just open the door. You think they'd have like a security lock on it or something? I love this bit, it's so funny. Lock him up. The guy's clearly inside. Why is no one sectioning this guy? No. Yes. Which he did, but not in the way she's saying. But he did betray the human race and give him access to the mainframe because he gives he seeks the codes. Now, bearing in mind what this is, Shelley Godfrey is the obvious implantation that there's more than one of these silence so, and she's in contact with the silence scattered around the fleet which we know and they're obviously at some sort of like I don't know Wi-Fi link for want of a better way of putting it because they can all communicate with each other and they've discovered about his uh, Cylon detector which would undo all the ones hiding in the fleet so they need to stop him which is what this episode is all about trying to discredit Baltar and therefore stop him doing his Cylon detector. I love the music on Battlestar. Gonna have to do an episode on the music. I know just the person to do that with. Trisha Haltham and obviously the other Cylons 
actors and actresses must have loved the fact that they could play multiple facets of to all intents and purposes is the same thing. But it also leads to the question, can this six talk to the other six? Which is in his head. it's someone else yeah tell her commander there's the voice of reason yeah you're a silent you don't need glasses love but you put glasses on to make it look like you're concentrating on something and therefore lure the humans into a false sense of security but you don't need glasses because you're not human They're doing much quicker on CSI. CSI, they just <laughs> put it on that fangled computer of theirs and away they go. Get Hodges! Hodges will sort that out. Played right into what the Sarlans want. We want your Sarlan detector stopped. He's very okay. Can you imagine the actor being told to do this on the day of the work? We want you to climb inside the ship and all these goo's going to come down on you. You're seriously going to need a shower afterwards, but hey, go with it. The ordinary of who's inside this radar is not lost on me, I have to admit. But I do like the way that, they, that the actual ship is a living entity to all intents and purposes, sealed against a vacuum of space. And there's the doctor doing his tenderly bit with a cigarette hanging out his mouth. Like he does. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be in pain while I stand here smoking my cigarette. But you'll get used to it. See, this, this didn't get me because she's a stubborn, argumentative, never say die person. But for some reason she seems addicted to the painkillers, for one of a better way of putting it. And also very, very keen to just give up. Which is not like Cara Frace at all. 
And this is where Baltar finds out who his friends are. I like the way them crewmen behind just give him such a dirty look. As far as I'm concerned, you're guilty, mate. And obviously, we know, but no one else knows, that this residency's got cancer. Another way you can go into the fantasy on his own. I always thought he needed six. Collapse, mate. Yeah, that'll do it. Bang the tape, bang the phone. I know. I know why people do that. Phone's not working. Hit it. Now, this again is one of the enigmas of Battlestar Galactica that I can never ever get in my head. Fifty thousand people and limited resources, and about twenty of them are in a press corps. Really? Struggling to stay alive, struggling for resources, but they can afford to fly people back and forward to Colonial One. It's also the, thing that, the one thing I do like about Battlestar is the fact that even though their technology in some respects is way more advanced than ours you know, faster than light, guns space travel, all that type of stuff, they can't cure cancer their medicine in some ways is basically the same as ours Incidentally, I don't know if you were into trivia, but if you watch the bit where they're treating uh, Starbuck, uh, there's a bit of a goof. The doctor's cigarette disappears and reappears. So when Starbuck gets off, he's got the cigarettes. When he shows from the back, the cigarette's gone. And when she gets back on the bed, the cigarette's back again. And it's not that he's holding it with even hand, he's just gone. trick in the book emotions and waterworks
waterworks didn't work, which were clearly crocodile tears. And now she's going for the other sexual approach. See, what she made mistakes she made was kissing him. If she'd have gone down the other path when she'd have just done the emotional residue and the crying and stuff like that. Whole different ball game. But oh no, oh no. She had to go and kiss him and mess it all up. And now we're dealing with the B plot, the mouse in the maze. Healer and Vareri on the run from the Solans and Tulans. He won't really try that hard to catch him, but obviously he doesn't know that. That's such a cliched moment. I've seen that in so many films. Hide under the bridge and they look over the bridge but no one looks under the bridge. Now I'm no photo expert and I've done very good at Photoshop but even to me, while that's processing, it can tell it's in. Communal heads. Obviously, heads on military vessels, there's no male, female or nothing like that and it's, it's not for the faint-hearted or the shy. Although I wouldn't want to be in there when I've had R&R. This is a funny scene. It also shows Baltar's desperation. <laughs> Please don't let me interrupt you while you sit on the toilet trying to do your business. And for those of you that are going that lot of trivia. He's whistling the theme from Top Gun. <laughs> Can I get back to what I'm doing now, please? going over there in your cubicle no no in your in your lab in your lab definitely definitely mean in your lab don't don't want to know what you're doing in your cubicle please don't tell me what you're doing in your cubicle
Yes, and you're absolutely packing it at the thought that you might die. The only reason is that he's framed for something he didn't do, courtesy of a crime that he actually did do, but the way that the framing him is not how he did it. It interesting slant and you gotta <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. And the way it starts off with his encounter of six, who he thinks is on the game, but it's it's this is a very religious connotations to this episode. Now how did he know she was in there? Straight to the point. Mr. Nice Guy is, as opposed to Mr. Nice Guy. But he's basically just told her to her face, you know, she's a Cylon. Speaking of Cylons, hi Sharon. The fact that Adama asked for her to be trialled as well also shows the military thinking. Always keep your options open, always keep one step ahead of the enemy. And this is where Shannon shows her silent nature while she's caressing the ship. treat the metallic Cylons differently. Chief's face is a picture man. I so know what you are.
here we go, reverse psychology. Ouch! Futuristic player cards, you see. Cut all the corners off. Incidentally, they cut all the corners off on all the paper because they wanted it to look different to our paper. So, some poor bugger had to go through all the paper cutting corners off. Well, I presume with some sort of guillotine or something. I wonder where this house actually is. I'll have to research that. To try and find out where this house is because the view is stunning. <laughs> he always seems to say something, and bang, he's talking to someone else in the real world. She's abandoned you because you disrespected her religious beliefs. That's not what she wants, mate. She doesn't want you to say you love her. No. I'll shove you out in airlock. But you did help genocide the human race. That's the point. Your previous sins are coming back to judge you. Yep, definitely convicted in public opinion. Everyone giving him the ABGBs. Yeah, I'll just finish eating what I'm eating. <clears throat> yeah, just start a fire to distract them, because, you know, it's a dead-end room. There's no other way to get out of it. He's already seen the picture, and that is a serious keyboard. This guy is seriously intelligent. 
his IQ is probably off the charts in relation to most humans, yet he can't hit a simple delete button. I'll just randomly hack every button on the keyboard and hope that I do something. Even though you, your fingerprints are going to be all over it, Gaius. Yes. Let's burn it. Yeah, pull the leads out. Yeah. Hard drive is the same even if the monitor's not on. See, that's even funnier because the one monitor they disconnected was the wrong monitor. Whoops. Caught in the act of trying to describe the image that is clearly you. <laughs> he just full sideways to block the screen as if he can't see it anyway. Oh, he's annoyed. He's very, very annoyed. thing kept you alive Starbuck that thing gave you air and that thing brought you home incidentally I haven't noticed Starbuck written on the bottom and we've been crawling around underneath it a lot yeah goats goats good why you'd want to ride a goat, it's beyond me, but yeah, go goats, goats, good. Giddy up. You oh, there you go. All you need is a woman's touch. <laughs> Caius, your mortality is coming to face you. It's hand in friendship, totally ignores him.
Oh no, they have a glowing red spine when they do the Fandango. Oh, he is, love. Trust me, he is. jury and executioner so much for being like you know democratic yeah I'm a Cylon I don't need to sleep caves on this planet because they always seem to like you know get wet when it rains not that it's raining at the moment but you know what I mean see if it was Star Trek they'd have caves because there's always caves in Star Trek ooh lay on thick why don't you don't have anything because it's not her it's a different one this is the other one who's not feeling too good now who do you think wrote Cylon on her mirror personally I think it's the chief because he's totally got her number oh it is love it is and there's the glowing red spine when they're having Nucky why didn't the chief never notice that his Sharon had a glowing red spine when they had Nucky And if you're linked in some way, then you probably no, no, because she's a sleeper. Yeah, so she's not linked. Could always do the gladiator thing, Bolter. Those of us who are about to die, salute you. Maybe does what an awful lot of people do when they can't see any other option. They pray. But he's not playing to the Lords of Cobalt. No, he's playing to Sixes. God.
I'll be a first. Interesting how he says, deliver us from evil, which is apart from the Lord's Prayer for those of you that know these things. Imagine how many people in times of need strive when no other option becomes available. Pray. Turn to whatever religion they believe in and pray to whatever God they believe in, hoping for some sort of divine intervention or guidance. And we've got to remember at this point in time in this story, the dominant religion here is what we would class as Greek mythology. And she's back. Because you prayed to her, God. Mm. The calming hands of the woman you love. Followed by the guy who's got all the evidence. I wonder what the guard thought when he seen him doing that. You owe him your life. Wow. Emotion from the doctor. Oh, he is. He's definitely that kind of man. Trust me. Glasses, which she didn't need. Now, the woman who was president, who is president, I should say, and was quite prepared to hang him out to dry, is now doing what all politicians do and lying through their teeth. It gives me great pleasure to exonerate you, even though literally 10 minutes ago, I was gonna put you in front of a firing squad. Legal a bit of trivia, some spoilers here, so if you don't wanna hear spoilers, jump ahead about two or three minutes. In the plan, 
is trivial.govery is just another copy of six working for for uh, Carol and he basically put her out in airlock because she was no use anymore so that's why they can't find her because she's floating somewhere between the fleet obviously because they don't die she's not dead dead turn around mate she'll show you how to undo that zip you couldn't undo earlier that you clearly had an awful lot of trouble undoing Asking them type of questions, mate. God's will be done. Oh my god. And that little look at the end says, God's will be done. That tells you all you need to know. Was she ever there? Was he ever part of the plan? Blah, blah, blah. That's that, that's six degrees of separation. And the supporting class, as always, Michael Hogan as uh, Colonel Ty, Aaron Douglas as Galen, Dharma Penkit as Hilo, McClure as Anastasia Dula, Paul Campbell. Why don't we ever have these people of normal names? Alexandra Juliana, Donifer Rhodes, Nikki Klein, Christina Schill. And Bisky Gushadi. And the press corps. So there you go, folks. That's six degrees of separation. Hope I weren't too boring. And uh, sorry it was just me. But uh, hopefully next week will be different. Next episode. Sorry, I keep saying next week. Which will be in two weeks' time. So, as always, you can feedback via the Hollow Sweet Media uh, on Twitter. Or you can get me on Twitter at CRLMH01. Um, any thoughts, comments, suggestions, always welcome. And of course, you can email us at comfrackstars at gmail.com. That's F R A C K for the frack. That's comfrackstars at gmail.com. So until next time, goodbye. Mm-hmm.